up, everybody? This is Tom Maxwell from Hell Yeah, and you're listening to the beautifully delicious, what is it? Oh, sorry, brutal, brutally delicious. Yeah, go with brutally delicious. What's up, everybody? This is Tom Maxwell from Hell Yeah, and you're listening to the beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird trying to say brutal, brutal, brutal. I know, it's like a tongue twister. Beautifully. Beautifully. Hey, everybody, this is Tom Maxwell from Hell Yeah, you're listening to the beautifully delicious podcast. Yeah, so uh, what have you been listening to this week? Well, I've just been listening to some a bunch of Hell Yeah. Isn't and that amazing stuff? It's You know what I didn't know about these guys? And I feel like a dumbass for not knowing this, but it's actually the singer from Mudvayne. Oh, I'm sorry, I got to get it back open. The lead vocalist, Chad Gray. Mm-hmm. is from Mudvayne. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I didn't know. I did not know that. I did not know that. It's pretty. And I was, so this is weird, but I was never like a Mudvayne fan. No, I wasn't either, but I'd know the band. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I I didn't know anything about them. And I was never a huge Mudvayne fan, but then I found them and I was like, I mean, I saw Hell Yeah, and I think one of the mayhem festivals a few years back. And I was like, holy shit. Unbelievable. Unbelievable band. Oh yeah. It's just unbelievable. Was Vinnie Paul in this band? Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. That's one of the things I want to talk to. This is the first record without him. Oh my God. Cause he died. Yeah. So, and they've got the guy now from, um, oh, shit. Roy it's Corey. Ro- yeah. Corey Taylor's band stone sour, right? Uh, I'm trying to, figure it up here yeah stone sour yeah yeah that's that that is correct stone sour crazy so that's pretty cool yeah i mean that that's got to be hard losing a a drummer like like vinnie paul i mean my god oh absolutely how, how, it's like losing john bonham how do you how do you care right and how do you go and i don't know how they they went on from that so yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But the new song sounds good, at least the one I just listened to. Which is called... Oh, yeah, I've listened to two of them already. It was like, holy crap, this is amazing stuff. Yeah, what a great vocalist, too. Whoops. What a great vocalist. Like, my God. Oh, and live, dude, the energy is unbelievable. I couldn't believe what we saw. And we were fans. It's one of those bands where I didn't like. I mean, not that I didn't like, but I didn't really. They weren't on my radar. Mm-hmm. And then we saw them live, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm, a, I'm sold. Yeah, I I would like to see them live because the the tunes I listen to, I'm like, Jesus, this is heavy, man. This is good, and I feel like an idiot because, like, you know, this video is has like eight and a half million views, and like, I basically barely ever heard their name before. <laughs> yeah, but they've got, I mean, they've got a a lot of talent. It's like a an underground supergroup. Yeah, it's crazy. And Tom Maxwell, the guy we're going to be speaking to. He's the one who just had some sort of uh, some sort of problem with his finger and had to ha- they had to cancel a couple festivals because he had to have surgery on his hand and they had to cancel I don't know I know at least one festival that I was supposed to go to actually here in Virginia it was up it was up in the Blue Ridge Mountains what was his name Tom Maxwell so he, Tom Maxwell yeah he joined in two thousand six so I probably saw them in I want to say ten or eleven maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was later than that. Whatever the uh, the last mayhem was, and they were fucking off the chain, dude. 
Oh. I was an imme immediate fan. I went, oh my God, the energy and the power in this band is insane. And Vinnie Paul, I never met, or I never met, well, I met him actually too, but I never saw anybody hit as hard as he did. Oh God, no, that guy, that guy, the, when Vinnie Paul hit the drums, the drums cried every time. <laughs> we went, uh, yeah, after the, uh, after we did the interview and stuff and after they played, we were hanging out backstage doing some press stuff and Vinnie gave Colin, for those who don't know, my son Colin, a, a drumstick. Yeah, and the thing is just like mauled, dude. I mean, there's like it looks like he's been hitting. I don't know. It's like he's been hitting he's little like axes. an anvil or something. Yeah, it's ridiculously <laughs> banged up. Oh, it's funny. I was listening to the guitar tone on the record too. It sounds just killer. I love these guys. Unbelievable. And like I said, it was. I went in going, okay, we're here. I'm doing press for the day. I mean, we might as well catch them. They were playing the main stage. I was like, cool. We'll just catch them. I wanted to see Vinny anyway because I had never gotten to see Pantera. Yeah. So I figured it'd be great. And then, uh, man, I walked away sold. A fan forever. Hey, Tom, how are you? It's Bruce, my partner, Chris. Doing well, thank you. Hi, nice to meet you. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, man, how's the finger doing? Oh, man, it's uh, it's looking great, dude. I mean, it's probably going to be... I'm already playing my guitar, you know? Oh, really? I mean, it's not, it's not 100% yet. It's still a little stiff. But my uh, my doctor, my surgeon, he's like, you know, the best rehabilitation you can do is just play, just play, 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 and do some stretches, and you know, just move the hand as much as possible. But it looks good, man. It's, it's a success. So yeah, it's that hopefully uh, doesn't ever come back again because man, it fucking sucks, man. Oh, I imagine. I mean, that's your lifeblood, right? If you lose your guitar playing finger or you know use of it, it's got to be scary as hell. It was really weird, man, because it, it, it wasn't, you know, not just affected that one finger, but my whole, like, palm of my hand would be super, super sore and crampy, you know? So I'm just glad I got it in with and got it done with, man. It's a really easy procedure, and yeah, I'll be ready to rock in November. Oh, is that how quick you yeah, back out? Yeah, yeah, we're starting up, uh, I think, mid, mid November. We'll be running up until about the 19th of December, which I'm not really too fond of touring that close to Christmas. Right. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it gives me a few days. I mean, pretty much everything I do nowadays, pretty much everything I do now is shopping online. You know what I mean? So, and right. 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 So. <laughs> I will tell you, and I know it's not your fault, but it was a drag. I had tickets to see you here at the festival in Virginia. Oh, dude, I'm sorry, man. We're trying to make up, we're trying to make up shows, and we we managed to, we managed to make up uh, one of the North Carolina dates, Greenville, at the front tour. But you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll make it back to everybody. I know a lot of people were disappointed, and, you know, trying to bum me out, but I really couldn't do it. And the band was just refusing to do, you know, get somebody to fly in and do some hack version. Oh know, yeah, no, involved. no. You know what I mean? Like you know, we take a lot of the solos and stuff, but. I do a lot of the contours and colors and stuff. It's kind of, you know, it's not it's not the same as a record. You literally have to kind of uh, weave what you do on the record into live seamlessly. You know what I mean? Because it's just a lot of information. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And you got to take care of your health first. You know? Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. As I smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's another thing. I got a doctor's appointment with my primary doctor uh, about a week, and I'm going to go on that shantix. I'm going to try to quit. So I'm a little apprehensive because of the possible side effects and shit. But yeah, he said it's it's a very very thin you know, line there. It's not that the percentages. I mean, if you're already a pretty down person, it, it could affect you, but. I'm not really a down guy, so we'll come. I just want to clear. I'm ready. You know, I didn't know yeah. before. He was like, I can help you do it. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to keep on spreading a little longer. I'm, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <But> I'm ready. <laughs> it's been 11 years for me, and then I'm glad I did it. Good, man. Congratulations. My wife is the same way, man. She's been strictly cold turkey, and it's been 21 years, man. That's how I did. I can't say I don't think about them every now and then, but, you know, I feel so much better, and I can breathe, and run around with the kids and do whatever, so it's a lot better. I remember one time, man, I'm sure you probably had the same same kind of reaction, but I remember when I quit years ago, and about the third weekend, you know, I just could not stand the smell of cigarettes, man. Like, I'd walk outside or somebody yep. smoking near me, I'd just be like, this is fucking gross. And then I think it was one of those drunken nights in Europe that it started smoking again, you know. <laughs> right. So I walked downhill from there. <laughs> so that's all they do in Europe, smoke. Just smoke, 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 smoke. Oh, yeah. All right, so yeah. I've only got a few questions for you. I know uh, we've already killed the yeah. time just chatting, but um, yeah. after uh, after Vinny's passing, was there ever a, a moment when you guys were going to call it a day, or was it we have to go on because of Vinny? Immediately, yeah. We were very, uh, we didn't know what to do. You know, I mean, it was, I mean, we were like, how? How do we do this? You know what I mean? I mean, I mean it's it's more than just, a drummer, you know what I mean? It's our best friend. Your brother. brother, you know, and and uh, there was a lot of uh, doubt and a lot of uh, anxiety towards the thought of doing it again. I mean, we knew we had to finish the record, you know, and I think going in and finishing the album helped us kind of break that ice a little bit, you know, and then when we elected to, well, just agreed to do the one-off show in Vegas, and, you know, it was either going to be awesome or it really wasn't going to be awesome, and, you know, it turned out to be fantastic, and it really kind of cemented, you know, that we had to keep keep it going, and, and we knew, I knew in the back of my mind that Vince would have been extremely disappointed and probably heartbroken if we didn't honor the record and honor what he would want us to do. But I can't say what's going to happen down the road because we're just not at that door yet. You know, right. I mean, we're still we're still trying to ease into getting back on the road. We've done we've done one tour so far, and it was great. It really it really broke a lot of of uh, the chains that were holding us back. I guess here to want to keep going into it. You know, and I mean it was. It, I mean. <laughs> It's like, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine who, he's a counselor, and I was like, you know, I've lost my mom, I've lost relatives, I've lost close, close people in my life, but this affects me so much different and hard. And he's like, well, you know, look at it like this, man. It's like losing a spouse. Yeah. You guys were living together for over a decade, touring the world, you know, involved and intimately in each other's lives every day. And it made sense, you know, and it kind of, that little bit kind of helped me understand that 
kind of pain and that you know the uh, anxiety I was having. Because going into this tour that we just finished, I was panicking out, man. I was, you know, I remember the morning that we were about to leave, I was just melting, you know, in emotions. And, you know, it's still a little bit, you know, I mean, but I'm glad we did it. You know, I, you know, I was stronger with every day that went by. We all were, you know, the band was playing great, man. Roy just came in and just did us a solid, and, and, you know, and, and really pulled us together and, and made it fun, you know, and we, we know, we know what is going on. We know that our boy is not back there anymore, but, you know, we're, we're doing it one day at a time. Right. It must have been an emotional experience recording to those drum tracks. It was crazy, man. Uh, you know, she had only heard two songs finished before he left and all his drum tracks were finished they were um but yeah it was it was it's emotional you know we were going in there we kind of anxiety panic attacks you know I did every it took me about an hour just to get started every day i'd get to the studio and i would just be full of nerves and, and just distraught you know and then you know i'd have to walk around and just kind of ease into it but yeah, you know, we managed. We managed to do it, man. I'm really proud of the job, you know, that we did, and I think he would be absolutely tickled, you know, with with what we came up with right. and how we finished it. And, you know, Chad really nailed it vocally and lyrically, and you know, we're proud of it. You know, so yeah, we have to we have to carry this torch for him, man. Like I said, he would be really bummed out. You know, I could see. Him. I could see him just looking at the ground, shaking his head right now if we didn't, you know. Right. Unbelievable, I mean, man. Thank I, you for sharing that with us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and man. you have everything to be proud of, too, because the tracks that I've heard are, we were just talking about before you got on the air, are absolutely off the chain. Love them. Great stuff. Which one? I've been listening to 333 a lot. Yeah. That's pretty off yeah, the chain. Yeah, that's the album opener, man. We're going we're gonna to start the record off with that. And then there's, and it kind of, you know, the first few songs, I think everybody's pretty much heard. 333, Welcome Home, and uh, Oh My God. Yeah, that's the other one. I haven't heard Welcome yeah. Home yet, but I've heard Oh My God, and that's another great one. Oh, man, get to yourself a salad and put that song on, dude. It's one of the most <laughs> epic tracks you've ever recorded. All right, cool. I'll put it on when I get done with this. Hey, how did you guys right. come about picking up uh, or getting in contact with Roy? Was there any uh, special circumstances that that came about? Well, I mean, there was a very short list of people that we were considering. You know, we, we, one thing we didn't want to do was just get, like, you know, the, the guy who's available and does everything and spreads himself out all over the place. You know, it's not what we wanted to do. We wanted to get somebody that we all knew personally, we all loved and respected, and more importantly, somebody that Vinny knew and respected. And with Roy, we I've known Roy since my nothing face days, like back in when he was living in New York City, you know, mm-hmm. that goes back to like the late nineties pretty much. And and then, you know, how yeah and Stan Sauer toured together in Europe and we've done tours in America with Uphor and a couple others and then there was countless festivals that we would just run into each other. So I mean, there's a, there was that bond and that friendship and that brotherhood already in place, but um, you know, Chad had ran into Corey Taylor out, you know, I think it was in Vegas or something like that, and yeah, we, Corey was like, you want to call, man, since hours done, you know, we're, we're, we're going back and doing Slipknot, and that's how it all started, you know, 
uh, Chad made a phone call and waited for a couple of days and thought about it. And you know, he was pretty apprehensive because of who he was going in to fill, you know, fill in that role. Of course, uh, right? You know, he, he did it and he did it like a champ. You know, and Roy's just and, and more importantly as well, we needed to find somebody because it's a very slippery slope when you're dealing with somebody like this. And you have to have the approval of the fans. You know what I mean? You can't right. just get anybody, like I was saying, it had to be somebody that people were going to be like, you know what, that makes sense, and I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that played a part of our decision as well, and we made the right thing. You know, we made the right decision. You know, we came in and spent six hours a day just rehearsing to the records and the songs and came in and just nailed it. I mean, we're still, we were still kind of and it's different, you know what I mean? It's like where I'm so used to having Vince. I knew all his little innuendos and nuances and shit like that. But, you know, I'm just, we're starting to figure out boys and he's starting to figure out ours. And, you know, by the end of the last tour, man, we were just crushing. Man. It was like so tight and just right on. And we knew the ins and outs, you know, of each other. And I'm predicting it to be the same way for this next one once we get back out. Awesome. Once we get back out there. So great to hear. Yeah, man, I was really happy. You know, it's, we couldn't have done it, but I don't think anybody else could have really made us feel that way. I mean, he's a brother. You know, we love the guy. He's like the sweetest human being in the world. In the world, He's got great sense of humor, so he gets all of our sarcasm. Because we're, you know, we're, we're pretty fucking, we fuck with people. You know what I mean? We, <laughs> we fuck with our crew, we fuck with each other, and, and it's all in good fun. You know what I mean? So you have to have a kind of a thick skin to be around us sometimes because you don't know if we're being serious or if we're not being serious. You know, so <laughs> right. he just fell right into place, man, and it's, we, couldn't, we couldn't have found somebody you know, better, I don't think. Awesome. Yeah, it's very awesome. And it's actually it's really pretty happy. cool that, I mean, in the end, that the fans accepted him and you're able to just pick up, because I, I know you've got a pretty rabid fan base. Uh, I saw you guys a couple times. Uh, it's definitely on the Mayhem Tour, and the fan base is pretty crazy for you. Yeah, you know, it seemed like, you know, the fans were, on this last run, man, they were just there in droves, and they were just so supportive, and they loved Roy. There was no kind of... Uh, dull moment, I guess. You know what I mean? After every single song, there's killer reaction and pits were nuts and, you know, and he's being really respectful towards Vinny's legacy and the fans are being real respectful towards him to be very respectful towards Roy. So, I mean, again, you know, like, it's just the perfect kind of scenario right now. We just have to keep, keep it going, you know. I mean, they're already confirming us for a bunch of festivals next year, which are going to be anchor dates for other tours like filling in filling in those gaps, you know what I mean? But right. you know, and then of course we just confirmed for Ship Rock, which would be pretty fun for a week getting out there. Oh yeah. Nice. And uh, you know, we're just you know, we're just we're kind of finding ourselves again, you know, a little bit. Because it, it was a while and it took a lot out of us, you know. Again, you know, there was moments after he passed where I'm just like thinking on the you know, on the personal side, it's like I don't even know if I belong to wrong here anymore, you know, and I don't know if I want to do this anymore, you know, and it was really, right. really fucking bad, you know, for a little bit, and then, you know, and then of course, you know, we get the support of, of, you know, our team and our families and our friends, and then, you know, of course, the Vinny's posse in Dallas, you know, was 
egging us on, you know, and so, you know, it, and we had we had all the support and, and that we, we could have asked for, and moving forward, it's the same way as well, you know. That's awesome. And I believe the record drops on Friday, right? Friday, finally, man. See, you've been done for so long. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but I get it, you know, I mean, it's a whole different world out there in the music industry, and it seems like before records come out that, you know, labels are, are putting out, you know, anywhere between three to four, maybe even five tracks before right. the records come out for, you know, because of streaming and all that stuff. And it's a different animal. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped that it's coming out. I'm really excited to see what people say about it. That's my, my most, my, I've never, ever really cared what critics said about our records in the past very much. Right. You know, I kind of, you know, when I'm writing songs, I'm, I'm writing for myself and for the band and, you know, for the fans as well. And, and you know, critics can be a little, just don't get it sometimes, you know. But this record, I'm, I'm really eager to see what they say, you know, because I think we went outside the box quite a bit on some songs and, you know, left the studio feeling a little uncertain about certain things because we were trying different stuff and, you know, and, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing them. And finally, it's coming out, man. I'm just yeah. <laughs> nice. Anything, Chris? Um, well, I just heard you mention that you guys were confirmed for Ship Rock. Have you ever yeah. been? Have you ever played a music cruise before? Well, we've done it twice before. Um, okay, we've done Ship Rock twice before, and it's a blast, man. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of. Uh, you know, you're all there together. You know, there's no separation. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like you're to a venue and the bands are in their own spot backstage in the dressing rooms. I mean, the only time you can actually get away from anybody is when you're in your cabin. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you, when you go down and get something to eat or if you're going to go to the bar or if you're going to go just wander around, you know, it's just people everywhere. And it can get a little strappy, you know what I mean, at times. Yeah. You know, trying to make your way over to keep yourself an omelet or something and you've got about 15 people in front of you trying to talk to you and stuff. But, you know, <laughs> you know it's, I'm not complaining, man, because it could be the other way around and they don't give a shit. Right. right. And so, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, so you have to kind of, you, know, you kind of have to just get out of your own way and just let people have access to you, you know, when when it's like that. And, but it's still a lot of fun. You know, you go and, you're, you're out at sea for like four or five days, something like that, and you're backing at different places like Cozumel or, you know, the Keys or whatever they're doing. And, you know, you get to go off the bed a little bit and do a little shopping or just go snorkeling with your buddies or something. You know? Right. <laughs> one awesome. time I did it with Seven Dust, and I think it was me and Morgan, and we took this little excursion where we just went out into the, the, the jungle run. They took you in a four by four, and they, take you to this white sand beach and there was like this little restaurant and they were making tacos we just hung out man it was really cool and great, quiet and just gorgeous man that's so, awesome yeah it's gonna be fun so cool yeah mm -hmm. I haven't been on ship rock before I was on 70,000 tons of metal so I was just wondering you know what your experience was on the boat and that's really cool to kind of to kind of get it from you I appreciate it it was Thanks. cool man and they treat you really they treat you well so um, you know I mean, the one thing that you have to pay for is alcohol, you know what I mean? And right. Yeah. You know, and, and that's how they make their money on the bars. And, and, of course, you know, you have the restaurants that you have to pay, but they 
pretty much had all you see buffets, which aren't that bad, but you know, they have food, uh, like room service. I don't know how it works for everybody else, but for the fans, pretty much you can get whatever you want for free. And it's a funny story, man. Chad one time, he was, this is back when he was, he was still drinking and partying. He's, he's been, you know, sober for a while now, which is really, really awesome of him here, taking care of himself. But back then, man, she couldn't decide what you wanted to order one of everything on the menu. <laughs> so they came with this tray of like 20 different plates of food and he just like walked through his room he just laughed. He's like, nice. Well, let me help you out. That's great. So, imagine, imagine, imagine the, uh, the, the room attendant bringing all that down to the water. Oh, dude. Chad can be, he can be a little bit uh, a little too comfortable in his room, so it's like, it's, it's so crazy, man. He's like, yeah. as soon as he opens up his luggage, it's just a bomb goes off. Like, just fly everywhere. That's funny. His bunk is like the most cluttered bunk I've ever seen. I'm just like, where do you sleep in between all this shit? You got plates of food in the corner, you know, you got water bottles half full, you got, you know, all your your medications laying around, you know. It's just like, Jesus Christ. That's funny. Tom, I want to thank you very much for your time, man. No problem, man. Thank you, Tom. Hey, good luck with thank the you uh, so much. Good luck with the record, the tour, and uh speedy healing for you, man. Put on that welcome home track, man. I'm gonna go listen to it right now. Bye, brother. Be well, Take my friend. Time. Thank you. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild Podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.